You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Welcome to this episode of Money and Chill on the Australian Finance Podcast. Kate Campbell, how are you going? I am going well. Mini Pizza slash Monique, how are you going? Not bad. That's wonderful. Today we are sporting um, fancy tops. I think I got a different memo to the rest of us. <laughs> Off to work. We were oh. trying to represent the chill bit of muddy and chill, but you look like oh. you're about to go dig a hole. My golden pash just squirted on the table. Damn it. Yes, the um, uh, the golden pash juice box. box that Owen is drinking was a are you okay gift from another company. So mm. uh, hopefully you are okay, Owen. I mean, okay. yes, juice hopefully. box should help. We are. This is our more relaxed episode, so that's why we have different clothes on if you're watching on YouTube <laughs> and it's also why we take a bit why, why we take a bit of a more laid-back approach is we can just have a bit of a conversation you can get to know us we'll share some things that happened we'll share a money tip yeah go over what's happening we'll get some feedback from everyone that's written into us as a result of our savings accounts and term deposits episode yeah. Which is great. And share a little bit of what we're up to at the moment in behind the scenes with Rusk and mm. what we're up to over the next few months. So if you want a serious episode, we've got nearly 250 other episodes for that. But this yep. is just a fun time where we can talk about um, money and personal finance in a laid back way because mm. we like having these conversations anyway. And we've had a lot of positive feedback so far. So... Without further ado, Owen, maybe you can give us a bit of a rundown of what's been happening in the market since we last caught up for Money and Chill. Yeah, there's been a lot. The stock market um, fell the other day. That um, That's not my punchline. That is actually what happened. Well, <laughs> so down 4% in the US either, typically, in one day. Yes. Typically, the stock market either rises or it falls from one day to the next. Yeah. There it is doesn't a, stay the same every day. There is a chance that it does end up at exactly the same point, but I can't remember that happening. So, it's either up or down. Um, and when it's down, the media makes a frenzy of it. 
But, uh, you know, it's probably reasonable. I think the US stock market fell about 4%. The Aussie stock market fell about 2.6% in one day. And the media headline was worst fall in two years. So my good friend Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool kind of inverted this logic a bit, which I thought was really uh, eloquent. If you think about that, like the media says, worst fall in two years. Another way to interpret that headline instead of fear is, huh, that's the worst fall in two years. Well, if this, is, if this is as bad as it gets, it's not so bad. So, you know, the stock market in the US got hammered because um, inflation, which is what we're all talking about at the moment, was higher than was expected. So we had expectations from economists, from analysts, from research firms come out and say it was going to be X. It was X plus a little bit more. But the thing that really scared people was within the inflation number, there are different types of inflation. So we know that like energy prices are going up. We know that um, steel and timber is going up. Um, So those are different types of inflation. Fuel... um, Everyone will know, if they've been to the uh, survey recently, you'll know that your fuel bill has fallen from like $2 a litre or more, like in the country it's still about $2.50 a litre, to back towards um, more like $1.50. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing energy prices fall. So that means that inflation as a result of um, fuel prices, as a result of energy is coming down. So that inflation's coming down, which is good. But what's happened is now that inflation has slowly flowed through to other things. So like uh, things like your cup of coffee that you drink in there, Kate, that type of thing, or this wonderful juice box from Golden Circle. How much was coffee this morning? I think, well, my soy latte was, wherever it is, it's on the ground, uh, was $5.80. I paid six fifty for a coffee the other day. And I'm like, yeah. what's happening? So You did a- get a large though. Yeah, I did get a large. Extra milk. And it's from Axel, so... <laughs> Yes. If you go to Axel, you can just give you a bit of your kidney every time you go. But um, th- this is the thing, right? This is a good example, actually, because once a cup of coffee like that goes up, so once that goes up, what typically happens is it's harder for that to come down. Mm. Whereas, say, like I just said to you, fuel has fallen from like $2 in the major cities down to like $1.50. That fell very quickly and people were like, oh, that's great. We don't complain when it falls. But a cup of coffee, right? If that goes up, it's actually harder for it to come back down because for that to come back down, typically what's happened as a result of that going up is things like milk prices, um, the, cu- the price of cups, the the rent that the shop's paying has gone up. Uh, the other thing is wages go up and it's very difficult for wages to come back down as quickly. So that's when we talk about inflation um, <clears throat> flowing through the system. It's that's the thing that we're worried about, that type of inflation, not the flesh inflation that comes from um, commodities like iron ore or um, like which is steel or mm. coal or that. Um, so that's that's basically look at that. what an educational lesson. Didn't even prepare any of this. <laughs> Just kind of like explained yeah, how inflation works. But um, that's what we're worried about. And so the, the, the big picture is, if you don't really care for any of this, the big picture is that it could mean that interest rates go higher in the United States higher than we were expecting. And that's obviously bad because then we're like, you know, mortgages go up in the United States, their economy enters a recession p- potentially, blah, 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 blah. And that's the fear anyway. 
And one of the things that will happen, this is my, so I am now, you cannot see this, but I am putting my crystal ball on the table and I'm saying if interest rates go higher in the United States than we think, you can expect the Australian dollar to fall. So if you're planning an overseas holiday like to the US or if you're going to Europe, you might consider transferring some of your money now. So I know you're, you're going, Kate. Yeah, where you're was going, this tip? Monique. You haven't told me this yet. Um, so you might consider that, even just some of it now. Hmm. Um, now, this is not just, it's not going to, like, the Australian dollar is very stable as a currency, but um, that's just something to keep in mind. And that's kind of the implication of that. But if we look around the world, um, Europe is, like, in a really bad way uh, economically. And um, because the energy prices are up like two or three hundred percent, and places like Germany and that are gonna struggle to find the energy to like power them through winter. So you might be going over there and you might just rug up. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a few jackets with me. Yeah, but that's what's happening. Um, has it really changed the way people should be investing? No, not really. Um, just as we come into the next year, I'd just say. Make sure you've got your emergency fund. Make sure you're gainfully employed. That's mm. basically multiple sources of income. If you can, just protect yourself. Be prepared for the worst. Expect the best is probably what I would say. Mm. And the Reserve Bank over here has indicated there'll be a few more yeah. interest rate increases this year. That said, yeah, that's probably true. That said, they also said that we wouldn't have interest rate rises until 2024, and that didn't <laughs> happen. So people bash the, the Reserve Bank in Australia for making these expectations Sometimes they happen, sometimes they don't. Yeah. I expect that, I agree that we'll probably see that interest rates go up in Australia, but so when you get your mortgage, um, so say like your fixed rate, I think we talked about this recently, but when you get your mortgage, you know the fixed rate that you have as an option, that typically um, prices in some of the, what the banks expect to happen in the future. That's why your fixed rates are a lot higher than your variable rate. Does that make sense? Because if they lock in your interest rate and interest rates go up, they have to adjust for, oh, you know, otherwise in a year from now, they won't be making any money. So they're basically saying, we expect interest rates to go up. That's why we're putting our fixed rate higher. That's why you pay more for that. Um, But over like a 10 or 20 year period, a standard variable rate, while it is unpredictable on your budget, it tends to work out better. Tends to, not always, but tends to because of that reason. Yeah. There you go. Second lesson of the day. There you go. Yeah, I know um, after the RBA rate increase last week, my lender said they were passing on the full 0.5% increase onto me for my variable rate. Did you say so thanks? I said thank you. I said thank you. Um, it was great, great news. But um, yeah, it's something to be aware of, um, especially in this environment, staying on top of your home loan interest rates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely now is a good time to speak to your broker and to just ask their opinion. Um I wouldn't, it's a tough one. Like, I just think whether to fix your rate or not is a pretty tough decision. So, like, if you've got a big mortgage, you might really value the stability. But just be prepared that next year we could have interest rates falling. So, um, I guess the way I think about it is kind of regret minimization. You can lock in some now. If you don't lock it all in, then you might be able to benefit from some lower variable rates while still having some predictability and some 
guarantee that if rates do go higher, you've locked it in at a lower level. It's really, it's a tough one. And it basically comes down to what you're prepared to risk. Um, for me, we're still variable. So um, yeah, that's, that's just what works for us. But if it's someone else, like it's horses for courses a bit. Yeah. And talking about rates in a follow-up to our high interest savings account episode, which was very popular and we got a lot of feedback from that one, um, which is another thing worth keeping an eye on because um, alongside people that have mortgages, potentially having rate increases on their variable loan, savers are getting rewarded at the moment. Yeah. Hey, um, if we were first home buyers now, like if we could like rewind five years and take the economic situation of now, we would be laughing. Honestly, because house prices are falling, and it's a great savings time to have rates are going up. Deposit in a high yeah, interest savings, and you're getting account. money for your deposit. No more. I'm going to put it in crypto to try and make it grow faster. Just put it in a savings account, and um, it makes sense. And so, and with so this is the thing: if you're a young person or anyone that's looking to purchase a home, provided you have a reliable income, now is a great time to start shopping around. You know, you you probably have sure your borrowing power might have come down a bit. But you might be able to find desperate sellers or, um, you know, save more money in a high interest savings account and get ahead. So first time in a long time, it's actually good. Yeah. And so we had a few people write in some other ones that we didn't have included on that list in that episode. So if you haven't listened to our high interest savings account episode, I'd recommend you do so. And we also had a few comments in our RAS Core community, which was great. Yeah, that's where you got the... um the Google Doc from. Yeah, right? there was a someone mentioned a specific comparison spreadsheet that people on the internet put together of different savings accounts. So I can include that in the show notes. But there's the Virgin Money Boost Saver. So that's at the moment that's 3.3% up to $250,000. It does have a couple of hurdles there. $2,000 into your Go account. Yes, yes. So there's uh, a few hurdles there. And there's also the option to lock your money, which means that you can get an extra interest rate on the the mm. one they're offering, but you have to provide 32 days notice. So it's kind of like a, a one-month rolling term deposit. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, this was a popular on Twitter too. So thanks to everyone that reached out on Twitter uh, and said that this is uh, very popular at the moment and they like it. But it is kind of like a 30-day term deposit, isn't it? Yeah, you, you have to – it keeps rolling, but you have to provide 32 days notice to unlock the account to withdraw your money. Yeah. So, but that – that takes it up to 3.6%. Um, the AMP Saver was offering 2.6% with a d- deposit $250 or more in the previous month. We have ANZ Save offering 2.7%. That didn't appear to have any hurdles on first clients. And probably an extra shout out that Ubank from the 1st of October will be increasing their savings account interest rate to 335 you bank percent per year. So, um, and and someone mentioned on Instagram that with the U Bank hurdle, because um, we mentioned that you had to put some money in each month, you can transfer two hundred dollars in to tick the box and then transfer it out. So it doesn't necessarily have to grow the balance each month like other accounts. So, JC Collins, yes, shout out to you, fantastic. Is U Bank's not the one that did that crazy thing with their logo? Is it? Oh, no. Ubank was, it was a Neobank that got purchased. So, so Ubank purchased the Neobank, didn't they? 86, is that 400? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. So 86,400. So Ubank's branding is now 86,400 branding, but ah. it's called Ubank. So the logo looks the same, except it says Ubank now. Okay, right. So um, Ubank's I'm thinking of under- Beamit. Beamit's got that logo that's like... 
Yeah, BMET still still exists. So BMET's that um, peer-to-peer payments and allows you to split bills and that's owned by a few of the banks. Yeah, but the logo is like a forward slash with a zero. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, wow. There's <laughs> there's some logos in finance that just don't make sense, but that's okay. Yeah, it's, that's good. Anyway. Uh, it's creative. We're talking yeah. about it, so it worked. <laughs> so thanks to everyone for sharing their savings account. At the end of the day, there's a lot of options. And if you are saving for a house deposit, if you're putting your emergency fund somewhere, if you're saving for a trip, make sure you're getting a good rate because it's a bit of extra money you wouldn't have had otherwise. I like it. Lots of uh, well, the, the links in the show notes will be key there. Also, that uh, Google Doc is really cool because you can actually apply to be a moderator of the Google Doc as well. Yeah. So this is like the community of concerned citizens um, coming together and helping other people find the best rate. So it's really cool. I like yeah. It. So... Monique, do you have something fun to share with us this month? Oh, yes. I guess. If you know me, I, I, you know I like to craft. Yes. And I learned this kind of like throughout lockdown because I didn't have a job. So I was like, what can I do to fill my time? And I also like, I'm a giving person. So I like to give a lot of gifts. And that can be kind of expensive sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I taught myself how to knit crochets. So do pottery and give them as gifts. And that saved me a lot of money in the long run. I made this, I brought some props. So Ooh. if you're watching, I made this little cardigan. I'll put it in front of the camera, yay. It <laughs> <laughs> is so cute. It's a little knitted jumper. What color is that, Monique? So it's kind of like a beige speckled beige with, with uh, pink and brown and white buttons. Mm-hmm. And it's about the size of an iPad. <laughs> yes, a little baby cardigan. It's not I should have fit mentioned. on you, Monique. No. Okay. You can put it on your hand. That's yeah, so cute. Yeah, like little mittens. Yeah. 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 So if you were to buy something like this, this would cost a lot of money. So that would be like 40, 50 bucks in the stores type thing, I guess. I mean, depending what brands you like to buy. But um, that cost me probably $5 to make. I mean, I did go in the bargain bin and get. The cheap wool. And how many hours of your time and love went into it? So instead of watching TV, I do like two hours a night type thing of knitting and crocheting. So if you also like like to find a new hobby, it's a fun thing to do. But um, also, if you don't have that much time to do it, there are other things you could give that also save money. Like I know me and Kate were talking the other day, um, doing like a jar of like a brownie mixture or something. So all you need to do is like put cocoa, flour, what sugar in a jar. And mm. then that's a nice little gift to give. That's cost effective as well. Um, yeah. I just found that also when you give these homemade gifts to people that they actually appreciate it a lot more as well. And they're like, mm. oh, my God, you made this. You you spent your time to make this for me. Yeah. And that's just like a really nice feeling as well. Mm. And uh, Monique made me some wonderful homemade knitted coasters for my housewarming gift, which I, I use for tea whenever anyone comes over. So yeah. I think of Monique every time I oh. use them, which is every morning. So there oh, you go. so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good oh. way to um, yeah build that community connection and do something with your money that – Brings memories as well as just a gift. Yeah, exactly. For sure. It's kind of like a conversation starter as well because then people Mm. always ask like, oh, my God, why did you learn to do this? Or like, how do you do it? And then I'm like, oh, you just watch a YouTube video and follow Mm. what the lady says. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, I feel like Sally used to do something like this with her um, succulents as well. Yeah, Yeah. all the propagations. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way. You said you you can instead of watching TV, but I'm sure you could 
have TV playing in the background while you Which do is what stuff. I do, yeah. I'm currently re-watching Lost. And um, so that's going on Perfect. in the background while I do my crochet and knitting. Yep. Because you can re-watch <laughs> things and you don't have to pay full attention because exactly. you know where it's going. Yep, yep. And you can just go, oh, yeah, I remember that bit. And yep. then you can zoom back into crocheting. Yep, exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I like it. There's so many hobbies that are, are great for your like mind just to take your attention off of things. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and also low-cost way to take up a bit of time. Yeah, 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 for sure. This is great. This doubles as a hobby, you know, something that you get Christmas gifts, pleasure from, and you can save money. Exactly. And just you feel like accomplished win. when you've made something, I feel. So cool. it's just a nice feeling. Yeah, it actually is to have a hobby where you f- have a finished product. It's yeah. kind of cool. Like a lot of hobbies you don't. Yeah. You know, if you're into fitness or something like that, I guess your finished product is your body, but um, <laughs> you can't really sell it. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, this is cool. Really nice. I'm sure we'll have a few people reach out and say they do the same thing because it's yeah. Um, it's so a if great anyone has any other ideas, like I'd love to hear them because yeah. I like to make anything. Yeah, maybe you can make a. I don't. I feel like it'll be too warm, but maybe you can make an adult size one of these, and we can wear it at Finfest. Oh yes, <laughs> in the heat. with with the, with the Rask emblem. <laughs> yeah, with the Rask emblem. There's a few too many colors for that, though. That's cool. I like it. So yeah. five bucks to create this. Obviously, your time goes into it as well. Yeah, a lot of time in there. But if you're making it for someone who you love, then you don't mind spending the time. Yeah, cool. I (laughs) like it. That's great. Homemade gifts. Homemade gifts. If you've got some homemade gifts idea for this Christmas, let us know and maybe we'll share a whole list of different ideas to get people moving. I Mm. do like shortbread. Oh, yes. Hint. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you'd like just bread in general. If you just oh, take out the short, you just like bread. But I mean, that means you have to make the bread like the day before you give it to them for Christmas. So I'm thinking shortbread has a little bit more yeah. of a shelf life. You can do yeah. it like a few days out. Or the puddings, Christmas oh, puddings. Oh, yeah. They last forever, don't they? Yeah. Christmas yeah. puddings are quite expensive to make. Like the amount of, of fruit and yeah, things. Okay. It's too much effort for that one. It is yeah. a bit pricey. <laughs> you have to, don't you normally do that a few months or weeks yeah, in advance? You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd have to start the Christmas pudding sitch now. And the Christmas cakes, you've got to give them time to mature. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Mm. Shortbreads. Long-term investment. I don't know. Yes. Well, <laughs> maybe you could try it, Owen. Anyway, my suggestion Ooh, yes, for this here we go. month... <gasps> is less fun but also very important and it's about making your loved one's life easier at the end of the day and that is thinking about where you're storing the will. Mm, your will that is interesting. your what you're who you're leaving, what you're leaving to your loved ones. I totally you like I just, where you're leaving. I've yeah. been watching Lost and that was a problem in one of the episodes. I just Watch. Okay, they so couldn't find Dad's will. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Kate would know this. Like, she wouldn't let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to have it somewhere safe, and someone actually needs to know where it is. So yeah. if you've hidden it in a box, um, deep in the ground in your backyard, unless anyone knows where it is, it's probably not that helpful. It's only a good document if it's safe and someone knows where it is. So whether it's with your solicitor, it's in a fireproof safe in your house that someone knows the code to, or the Victorian Will Bank and register is free. So you you can register the location of your will. So someone can contact the Will Bank, which is a semi-government owned kind of situation and find out where the will is, or you can actually store it with them and they have um, secure storage facility for wills and power of attorneys. So that is free for Victorians and some of the other states have it and there might be a small fee for to access it and things like that. Mm. We did obviously the episode... Can yes, go back this listen. is inspired by the episode with yep. David on wills from state trustees. Yeah. So, um, actually, have you looked at other states? I, I think I got to New South Wales and there was just like a, a small fee to store it if you didn't create the will with them, but it was very minimal. Okay. And if you wanted to um, 
get the will out to have a look at it and then send it back. There was a small fee there, but it's probably <laughs> worth it. Yeah, um, I mean, if you don't have, it's probably cheaper than a safe. Yeah, and you can store, but you can have, you can store it with your lawyer as well. Typically, lawyers will store it for you if you do the will through them. Yeah, it's probably a good also idea also to tell someone who your solicitor is. Yes, yeah. about that. Yeah, um, it needs to be safe and it needs to be accessible. Otherwise, there's no point having it. People need to be able to find it. And the other thing I have this month, which I've been doing myself recently, is doing some of those free trials or the low-cost trials where it's like $50 for two weeks of unlimited classes at your local gyms and fitness centres because um, often you don't really want to commit or you don't know exactly what type of exercise you like. So um, it's a good way to get to know your new area if you've moved recently and get some fitness in at a lower cost. How many gyms do you have around your area? Well, there's a lot of fitness centers. So there might be a place that just does Pilates and Reformer Pilates or just does small group classes or things like that. But there's maybe six or seven different places. Hmm. I've only tried one so far, but so you could, it's been fun. possibly go for like six or seven months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not been a, a pest really because I intend to pick one. I just don't exactly know what one I want to pick. So hmm. yeah. So a lot of places will have low cost trials and things like that. So it might just be... 50 or so dollars for the fortnight and you get to try lots of different classes. I like it. It's a good way to meet people too. Yeah. Particularly like you said, if you're new to the area. Um, Regional towns might not have six or seven gyms. Yes. But that's okay. Um, You can pick one, maybe. (laughs) Or just buy something secondhand. Um, Cool. That's good. So we've got wills um, and fitness centers. The joining fees really get me. Yeah. I feel like the joining fees are just there so that they can reduce them and then people join. Yeah, fitness first. <laughs> was 150. Join now for negotiate free. the joining fee. And yeah. Virgin Fitness and things like that. You could um negotiate. Is this like a pay cash pay cash and you get it cheaper? Oh, just because <laughs> they're a bigger chain, they have more discretion and it's not a, like a small business that can't really cut the cost of these things, so Yeah. They are you a negotiator? Like would you if you're going to go and buy a couch, would you haggle? It really depends on the type of business. If it's the business model so it's like where Nick everything's like, or something. Yeah, you could try that. Like you're or not going to haggle at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really depends the business you model. You need my money. <laughs> if, if I'm going to buy a coffee from a small business, I would never haggle the price. But yeah. if it's a larger purchase, like you're at a Harvey Norman buying a fridge, you can negotiate extras or reduce the price a bit because they have quite a lot of wiggle room like jb high five you mentioned the other week my question is are you the type of person that haggles it depends yes sometimes i am okay what have you successfully haggled in the past (laughs) mostly clothing items like when i know something's full price i'll be like no surely you can give me at least five percent ten percent off Mm. but if it's on sale obviously you don't ask because that's the sale price yeah but yeah yeah i do it with clothes a lot what about you kate Probably JB Hi-Fi when they do price matching and things like that. Um, or if you say, well, I'm buying these three items. Is there anything you can do for me? That kind yeah. of thing. Just a simple question. You don't need to get that. You don't need to leave them in tears. <laughs> yeah. And then there was an, like an outlet sale. And like one time I was buying quite a few items and I kind of negotiated there. Yeah. I was like, well, what if I buy all five of these items? But Something if I've already works. decided I want to buy the item, then I, even if they say no, I'm going to buy it anyway. Like, I'm not going to walk yeah. out the store and try okay, and so play a game yeah. of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a lot of people do. I think I don't do it. I think people just feel bad for me that I don't haggle. And they're like, we'll give you 5% off. 
<laughs> they just see it in your face. Yeah. It's like a deer in headlights yeah. when I walk in. I'm like, full, full freight for this sucker. But then they're like, oh, actually, we'll give them 5% off because that's actually, you know, what we wanted. And uh, it will make him think that we're doing him a favor so he comes back. Yeah. yeah. It really <laughs> just depends on yeah, the size it. of the purchase and the type of store. Sometimes it's not appropriate. Yeah. Actually, you know, yeah, it depends who you get to, right? Like if someone's like really pushy as a salesperson, I feel like they invite the kind of back and forth. But if there's someone that's just like, oh, yeah, you're not going to go in and be like, this is what I want. Yeah. yeah and you, know? you can often, um, like for large companies that have apps or subscription services, you can often email them and see if they have any discount or thing going on at the moment. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these things that have a coupon code on a regular basis <laughs> You can email them and they'll probably give you something. For online shopping, you've mentioned it all the time, um, Honey. Yeah, Honey's good. There was actually a oh, – I can't remember the name of them. But you can actually just Google coupon codes. Hmm. There's a heap of different ones out there. Um, I know – There's I like a website called Nine. Oz Bargain Hunters Oz Bargain well. Hunters, that's great. Yeah, it's got like – it categorizes them. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, but even Channel 9 has like a coupon code section on their website. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Cool. And um, – yeah, you get a heap of stuff. And some of the codes are like out of date. They ask you, they give you the coupon code and they say, did it work? Um, whereas at least, you know, with Honey, it works mm-hmm. uh, because it figures it out like yeah. algorithmically. So what are you sharing with us this month, Owen? I don't know if this is not my idea. I feel like someone else brought this up. That's but all right. We'd I like tried to it. share here. I tried it. Um, the 7-Eleven app. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I live off that thing. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I use it like weekly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you using for? Mostly petrol. But then they also have like the deals. Um, yeah. Like if you want a donut or something or a coffee or something, they have like weekly deals. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got this thing like fuel lock to Kate. I know you don't drive, so this is not like a super thing. But if it just goes like special unleaded, don't know if that's special or not. I don't think it is. Um, and you go find fuel in my area. It searches all of the 7-Elevens in your area and offers you the lowest price. Mm. So you don't have to travel around. There we go. This is dodgy. Dollar fifty one ninety. Yeah. I feel like that's the same price I got last week. But it locks it in for seven days, and then you can take it to any seven Seven Eleven. You just scan the app, and you do it. Now I've heard of this before. There's RSCV stuff as well. This is super easy. But what the reason? The final reason that I got this is I was actually on my way driving up to Wangaratta, which is in the country, about two or three hours from Melbourne. And I was like, I knew I was going to get fuel. I was going to get fuel twice. So I'm like, well, I may as well use the app because it's like, I think it saved me nine cents a litre. It's also different areas have different prices. So if you're in that particular cheaper area and you're locking your price, then you can use it wherever. Yeah, exactly. So I, so you do it in like the town and then you, when you go up, because like, I don't think when you're at a 7-Eleven, but some of those regional towns, it can be like an extra 30 cents. And so uh, I did this and I I was just asking the guy at the 7-Eleven, like, how does it work? Blah, blah, blah. And he was actually serving me while also on the phone to his mate um, behind the counter. It's a full-on thing, but he's like explaining to me how it works and walking me through it. He went to ch- he went to um, like charge me, and he said, "Actually, he's like, is that the app?" And I said, "Yes, it is." And he's like, "Have you got the fuel lock?" And I said, oh, "I don't know how to set it up." He's like, "Well, let's not put this through until you've done it. Go away and do it and come back." Oh, nice. So I actually ended up saving like a dollar fifty, but it might only be small. But if you fill up every week and if you have a bigger tank. Um, it definitely helps. But like you said, Monique, mm. actually, there's one final thing. The reason that I joined was I was sitting at the bows and I was looking at, just looking around at stuff, you know, there's all the advertising. And at the moment, if you join and you link 
when you link your virgin velocity, you get seven times 11 points when you fill up. Oh, cool. I didn't know that so, one. So if you link it, I think I got like the equivalent of a return flight to Sydney in virgin points. Cool. Just for filling out my tank. Oh, wow. So if you haven't already done it, now is the time to do it. Um, and I think BP does something with Qantas. So if you are looking to that. But um, yeah, this is pretty cool. And there's another thing in here, like the rewards that you said. Yeah. Um, but th- have you got, have you seen this? Pay and go? No. So um, this is a, I think it's like a straight out of the Amazon playbook in the US, but you don't actually need to go in store. Oh. You can just pay via the app. You can just do this fuel up, click on it. It knows when you're at a store and it knows your price lock. You just pay with Apple Pay oh. or whatever your divorce yep. you're using. And then... Um, you don't even walk in the store. You just pay for it on the phone. I did not know that. I obviously haven't seen the updates. And then the final thing is this thing. It's shop in store. Have you seen this? No. It's a bit of a gimmick, but it's a bit of fun. You don't actually have to go to the register when you go into a 7-Eleven store. Okay. So you just walk in, grab stuff off the shelf, use the app and walk out. Cool. I that would be a weird mental hurdle because yeah. you know, I feel like I was shoplifting even if I paid for it. <laughs> it's walking. I'll take that pie and away I go. You know yeah. how it's so weird when you just pay for things, for order and pay from your phone at a cafe and you just, just walk out. Yeah. You walk out without really ever speaking to a staff member. Yeah. 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 You yeah. just do the like the me and you or the um. That is kind of like the Amazon thing, aren't those? They're those um Amazon stores where you just yeah, pick just up walk things in, and walk out. walk out and yeah. it reads whatever you purchase. To yeah. be honest, I like talking to people, and so I kind of like talking to the staff member there. Yeah, Seven Eleven's not the type of experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at two a.m. Like. in the morning, if you're powering up with fuel on a big road trip, maybe <laughs> yeah, or well, you're yeah, getting yeah. a slushy or whatever it's called, Slurpee. Yep. Yeah. So here we go. First time earner? Question mark. Fuel your points at 7-Eleven. And it says, link your Virgin Velocity account, scan the 7-Eleven app or Velocity card at checkout. You get seven times your first fill points, 11 times your second fill points. Cool. So that's pretty cool. When does it end? Uh, I have to tell my sister about that. This ends today. (laughs) Let's do it today. Let's all go today. (laughs) So time of recording, check whatever uh, is on area. Um, but there's heaps of different things on here as well. So Joe just saved an average of 14 cents per liter. A- uh, asterisk. <laughs> so I don't know what Joe's up to, yep. but that's my thing. And my head's okay. sweating with this wig on. <laughs> yes. Well, it definitely doesn't suit you, but... <laughs> it's honestly making my eyes water. It's like 7-Eleven so fuel lock app or other types of fuel saving apps if you are a car driver. Okay. Yes. 7-Eleven app. Okay. I was going to bring up Maccas, but then we would have got some flack. <laughs> yeah. I got a free uh, McChicken, though. Never oh, had one of those before. What? You've never yeah. had a McChicken? Never had a McChicken. We're on the healthy food now, Owen. Well, yeah, I am. Chicken fruit and chicken. veg. Yeah, avoiding, avoiding meat. All right. Uh, in terms of what we're up to at the moment, we've actually just launched a brand new podcast, the Australian Business Podcast. So if you haven't mm. tuned in already or listened to our taster episode that we released last week that is now available so your favorite podcast platform whether you're an apple user a spotify user i don't know where i'm going there whether you're on android like monique the business podcast is on all your favorite platforms so um if that's something that interests you we'd love if you could give it a follow and a a nice review if you like us just full disclosure the first 12 episodes are for starting a business the first episode is tells you everything you want to know about our journey with the business here at Rask. Um, so it's very revealing. But then after that, there'll probably be a lot of interviews and that sort of stuff. We've had a lot of people reach out. Um, special thanks to Rumble Coffee Roasters who sent us uh, 
a pack of coffee. And he actually said, he, this is Joe from Rumble Coffee here in Melbourne. Uh, get your coffee online through Rumble Coffee Roasters. Um, so <laughs> that's a special shout out. Yeah. Uh, he actually sent us like a pack. Yeah. I think it's all gone. Right? He couldn't see any in the oh, really? staff kitchen there. And then he's like, oh, I didn't know there were so many people in your office. And he's like, I'll send you another kilo. Oh. I'm, like, I'm not going to drink a kilo of coffee. but <laughs> That's lovely. Um, so, yeah, the business podcast is, is a good one. Um, and it comes with a free business course on RASC education. So if you've taken any of our other free courses, you'll know where to go. You'll probably yeah. already have an account on RASC education so you can sign up and get Owen's. Mm. It's quite a long course. Yeah, it's... It covers everything. Yeah, really. it's 12 parts. And um, it's it's probably not even just relevant for people that want to start a business that's like you know actually employing people like anyone could use it because like i'm in my fluoros today um maybe if you uh, are a tradie or something and you want to know like how do how does the accounting work should i be a sole trader or a business at like a company it's 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 um it's going to help you in that way so uh, it's just really about helping you so if, if yeah. you need any and the course and is much else. better than what Owen looks like right now. So it's worth <laughs> checking it's out. Such a compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I'll take that. I feel like this juice box, Golden Pash, is actually making me thirstier the more I drink of it. Well, you're spilling half of it on the table. Yeah. Okay. And we're also speaking at FinFest next month. So if you're in Sydney on Saturday, the 15th of October, we'll be there speaking. Owen's going to talk about something he invests in he'll be doing an interview oh, we'll yeah. both be doing a get rich slow presentation uh yeah so yeah. it's gonna be a fun day there's food trucks there's like gonna be 60 music. bucks a ticket i don't know how much of i think it's 47 like it was 40 something it was 47 the other day um yeah but i think they gave us a like a a coupon code for listeners if they want to buy a ticket. So yeah, I'll find the details and put it in If you're in, in Sydney, notes. let us know. Um, come say good day. There's a coffee cart there that we'll be having coffee at in the morning. Um, you'll see us. We'll have Rask branded tops on. Uh, we're doing a few giveaways and things like that on the day. So it'll be a bit of fun. Food trucks, wine, beer, soft drinks, you name it. Uh, you can come meet the three of us. If you want a sticker for the finance podcast, come find us. If too. you want a sticker, we're going to. Owen went overboard off. when he There's discovered that Canva. Canva prints. Yes. So right. someone got excited. I think we got about 100 exciting. stickers. Oh my God. I don't know what you would do with it, but you could stick it on something Every and that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But come away from FinFest, the whole place is just full of stickers. They would hate that. Long story short, we'd love to see you there in Sydney on Saturday, the 15th of October, if you want to come along. Yes. Um, we're also in Sydney in the lead up to that too. So, um, yeah, it'd be good if you're around. Let us know. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be great to see you. And it's a good thing to get behind, even if you're not really into music festival type vibes. It's, it's a lot of great guests there. Um, there'll be a lot of like-minded people in the room. And it's just a during-the-day event, you know. There's, um, if you're not the type of person that likes crowds... Um, it, you can it, actually. It's interesting to know that the stages you actually put on headphones, so it's like a, it's like oh, a silent cool. disco. Mm. Um, so it's kind of cool, and um, a lot of great, a lot of great appearances there. Kate and I will be doing uh, Get Rich Slow. Then we've got Hyper Growth Investing, moderating a panel there, and also, yeah, like a stock tip or something. So <laughs> that'd be a bit of fun. Yes, I don't think it has to be a stock though. So. Oh, well, we'll also. figure it out before then. Yeah. And uh, if you're a Rask ETFs member. Yes, um, we are rolling out basically everything. So um, that's what I've been working on in the last month or two is uh, 
So our Rask ETF's membership has changed to Rask Core, and the membership is becoming a lot more rounded. And that we also have some share research. Um, there's the forum and a community environment in there, so you get answers to your questions. Um, there's also a special announcement that will probably be made in the next little while about how we can make it easier for you to invest, whether it's your first time or you've done this a hundred times. Interestingly, a lot of people see the price tag of our membership and it is so cheap when you compare it to financial advice, which might be three, five, ten thousand, whatever. Like it is so cheap. And a lot of people think cheap therefore equals beginner. It actually is interesting that I think a quarter of our members have been investing for more than 10 years. And a lot of people think, wow, that's not what I expected. And it's interesting because on this podcast, um, did you say we get 70% of our listener comes, base comes through an Apple, Apple device? Yeah. Yeah. Long live Apple. Um, <laughs> so, and then Spotify is only about 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Close to that. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is our audience is very different to most other podcasters in our space. Like most of them are on Spotify. A lot of them are on Android. But a lot of our community is Apple, which is really interesting. It's totally different. And it's the same with our memberships. Like most listeners of this podcast are over the age of 30. Whereas a lot of the other channels that we are in the same mix with are very young. So um, it's great. We've got a wonderful community. Yes. And I've had a few questions, so I'll just clarify. If you already were a Rask ETFs lifetime member, you automatically have access to Rask yes. Core and everything Owen adds there. Same link, same login, yep. nothing changes. Yeah, it's only ever one login. And um, you, if you're a Rockets member, if you're a Rask Invest member, that all will be, like a lot of that will be included across in the core membership and you'll automatically get your membership sorted for you. Um, the hard transition will happen in November meaning that by then everyone will have migrated across. There won't be any kind of, I don't know, any reason to go anywhere else. It will all be in there. Um, but in the meantime, you can log in right now and you can check it out. So yeah. go Wonderful. ahead and do that. And uh, if you are going to join it and you plan to be a Rask supporter for a very long time, I would advise you to join soon before we change the type of membership it is. Um, strong nudge. Um, on that so cool. wonderful and i just had a few more things to throw in completely random before we wrap up because they don't really fit anywhere else but we talked recently on the podcast mm -hmm. about adding novelty to your spending to overcome that adaption curve and increase your happiness per dollar and things like the melbourne fringe festival coming up in october and even six the musical which is currently in sydney and going to perth and brisbane later this year highly encourage you to check that out you saw it twice didn't you uh, yeah i've seen it twice um but just doing six fun things that you wouldn't normally do getting out of your comfort zone there's things like this in the arts that happen in every state so go to an event that you wouldn't normally go to and just mix it up so many events around yeah so if you want some event ideas, Monique knows most of the gigs in Melbourne <laughs> yep. that are happening. So it's music related. I'll know what's some, happening. <laughs> send us a message and I'll, I'll get yeah. you involved. And also a fun podcast. Well, it's less fun but more interesting. Um, there's a museum-y thing in Scotland called the Library of Mistakes and they document um, – they collect books and memorabilia from financial frauds and – all sorts of financial failures throughout history. Mm. And they actually have a podcast. So I'm hoping to go and visit when I go to Edinburgh in January, but I found the podcast which details 
uh, some really interesting stories. This is a discovery this week. So you did share that with me. Yes. yes, it's called The Library of Mistakes. So have a look if you're interested in a bit of the history behind financial frauds and failures over time. Yeah, cool. Um, that episode on maximizing happiness from money, that was one of my favorite that we've done this year. Really? Yes. Hmm. That was a fun one. I enjoyed that too. It really just... Yeah, it just it was a great it episode. It sparked something inside of you, did it? <laughs> I just levitated out of here. You're inspired. No, it, uh, yeah, yeah. no, it was really good because, one, I love uh, Elizabeth Dunn. I think her research is amazing. Uh, she wasn't the only one that produced that, but that's, she was one of them. And it's just so easy to see it. We see it again and again and again. Um, to spend money, you know, thoughtfully and to understand that money isn't like a source of pain and it can actually be a way to help you improve your lifestyle and even if you're on a budget comes back to intention and it's a tool that you can use to live your values yeah love it um and i've been reading warren buffett uh, warren buffett book uh (laughs) shots of my golden pash it's empty People um, wouldn't realize the reference, but uh, Owen mentions Warren Buffett so often that I take a imaginary shot every time he does. Buffett. So if you if you spent more than just the couple of hours a week listening to the podcast with him, you'd realize he says it a lot. Yes. So Buffett with two T's. You would I not noticed, be in a good way if you were taking real shots. I know. I noticed on the Perla website one of their micro investing accounts is the S and P five hundred ETF IVV, and it's um the tagline is something like. Um, a buffet of 500 companies, but it's B-U-F-F-E-T, which is the way most people spell Buffett when they don't realize it's two Ts. Mm. So I really like that. Good one, Nick. Play on words. Um, But yeah, I've been reading this book uh, called uh, Buffett, uh, uh, The Making of an American Capitalist. And it, it actually just talks about his entire journey from where he was born in Omaha right through to how he learned about investing, and then what he's done since. Um, I started the book about five to ten years ago, and I didn't get through it, and now going back over it, it's actually really interesting just to, he was coming out at a time when he was learning about investing after the Great Depression. So you can imagine how scary that would have been. If you're, if you think now scary, wait till you've, the US stock market basically went down for 25 years, like it went sideways and took like 20 to 25 years to get back to its last peak. So imagine that, like over the last 20 years in Australia, it's just been up and to the right. But um, yeah, he was growing up in a period and learning about investing and still did what he did, even though that was the backdrop, which is really interesting. So that's my book. Um, It's probably more for an advanced reader, maybe two to three years into your journey. You don't want to pick that book up first and start reading it. You won't make any sense. Yes, just a bit of light reading. Monique, is there anything else you wanted to add today? Look, uh, just going back to your events, if there's any events that anyone needs, <laughs> I am your event guide person. Event guide. In Melbourne. <laughs> yep. Did you know um, in Google, I did this yesterday, didn't work out for me exactly, but do you know in Google Drive, Yeah. you can create a map. So you just use like Google Maps and you can pin points on it. Yeah. And then you can share that with friends. So I did it for Melbourne Coffee Spots, my favorite oh, spots cool. in Melbourne. Um, but you could do it for like, like gig locations, you could do it for whatever. And it's yeah. an easy way to share something with someone if they're like new to your city or they want to know where to go for a bit of nightlife. Yeah, cool. It's a bit. It's pretty cool. Just as awesome. an FYI. Mm, yeah. Good to know. I like that one. Yeah. 
Well, anyway. send us a DM if you want to know some event ideas mm. in Melbourne. I don't have much experience in any other state, but uh, Monique and I can give you some suggestions. <laughs> Speaking of um, DMs, we will not DM you about crypto or trading strategies. Yes. <laughs> Just as a reminder, there's still fake accounts popping up everywhere. Yes. Stay safe online. We're not going to directly message you. We'll respond if you message us. Eventually, we get a few messages and I'm uh, not amazing with responding, but I do eventually get to most of them. What's the? It's like, how have your trades been lately? I think that's how they open the conversation or something like that. How have your trades been? Yeah. There's a few different... What a bizarre... I've seen a few screenshots, but um, yeah, <laughs> Owen and I would not be messaging you um, about anything really. No, and I don't think Monique will be sending you trading tips either. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> Monique Pizzica Media. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's the one. It's not going to trade. Yep, no. Send you stock tips or crypto insights. Yeah, cool. All, All right, right. Well, let's, let's wrap this show up. <laughs> let's get it done, says <laughs> If you want to keep the conversation going in Rascore, share your savings accounts, your money-saving hacks, your interesting investing books and finds, um, send a – not a message – Post something Post in something. the Rascal community and, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll share the resources from today's episode with you there as well. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Kate, thanks for joining me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another Money and Chill. This yeah. one was a, even more unhinged, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mini pizza slash mini. Thank you. Anytime. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at rusk.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? Invest Smart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. 
simply click the link that says Invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.